Boz has spoken. Welcome to the Land of Boz with Jeff Bosley. And welcome to the Land of Boz for a Monday, January 3rd, 2022, recording this on Sunday. So if you're listening to it, you got a little treat a day early. So technically, it is the weekend. The greatest weekend of my life. (laughs) So yeah, what has been going on? Um, It is technically, uh, like I said, it's Monday. Uh, I've been sick forever, and I'm trying to get to this. I think I say this every show, but I think we're now back to an every Sunday drop. That sounds really uh, yuppie, douchebaggy. But yeah, I'm going to try to drop a new episode every Sunday evening uh, and or by Monday morning. I already got a new guest lined up for January 7th, so a little over five days from now uh, with Jill. And we're going to get to this show. So buckle up. It's going to get bumpy. I got some new sound gear. I got some new stuff for Christmas for sound. And so hopefully this sounds pretty dang awesome. So in the meantime, here we go. And so now that we're on a pattern, I'm going to try to get the segments going. And so for now, let's talk about, uh, you know what, where in God's name have I been? So nothing too astronomical since the last show. Um, I basically just because I got super sick and I want to start to get this going on a semi uh, reliable pattern. I didn't want to muscle through it and get sick because uh, for anybody that's been following me on social media, I would start talking and then yak up a lung basically. So I wanted to basically wait until that was gone. I say the word basically a lot. So that's that's the short of it. Um <clears throat> Uh, we just actually did Christmas last night, uh, because I got sick, not the big C, um, everybody in my circle got sick, some of them with the big C. And so we just pretty much put Christmas off until last night. So we actually did gifts last night. We posed for pictures, put the dogs in some ugly Christmas sweaters. I wore an ugly Christmas sweater and, uh, I was even convinced to put on a onesie that, um, I can't, I, 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 the last time I put on a onesie so to speak was an amazing badass flight suit to go on a cool operation to hunt bad guys and uh, the u.s government couldn't get me one to fit however somebody was able to get me a onesie made of furry fuzzy shit and it fits me perfectly so i don't know what that means but that's pretty much the short of it um izzy and i are doing well she could be better but i mean all things considered she's doing awesome and I am starting a finally after all of these years uh, many many people have asked me over the years to do uh, see if I coached or was willing to coach or start a coaching business and my answer was always well there's people I'll get into this another segment but I always was like well there's people that are better at this than me I just kind of figured out my way over the years and now what would I offer but I'm actually leaning into that. There's going to be some information released soon and I'll quit bombarding um, my regular social media with it. And it's going to have its own dedicated account. And it's not just going to be fitness. Obviously that'll be an aspect of it. And same with nutrition, but it's just going to be what I can coach that makes me, me, you know, so there will be knowledge as far as like diet, nutrition, exercise, anatomy, physiology, or whatever, but also like a coaching element of like what May, what some people may want or need that I can provide as far as just who who makes Jeff Jeff. So that's taking a lot of my focus too. And, um, and, uh, I've been doing, 
you know, starving actor. I've been doing any side work I can find left and right, working on a ranch here and there, and <laughs> whatever it takes to survive in this crazy business. So that's pretty much the short version of where I've been. And to stay tried and true to the patterns of how this show runs, one of the first segments we'll do to kick it off is This Day in History. Extra, extra, read all about it, life story of Playboy Penny, extra, extra. All right, and so to kick things off, today, January, again, Monday, I'm, this is for Monday's show, Monday, January 3rd, 2022, we are referencing what happened day in history. Today, January 3rd, 1964, a gentleman named Jack Parr airs a film clip of some people singing this song. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, 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 yeah. That is correct. That is the Beatles. For those of you young kids who don't know who they are, they were a big deal. I respect them. There's a few songs I like of theirs, uh, but I'm not a giant Beatles fan. Uh, definitely a Led Zeppelin fan. Um, I can't knock uh, what they did for rock and roll in America. Their first appearance was on uh, the Ed Sullivan Show. The Ed Sullivan Show. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Ed Sullivan is, uh, that was a spot-on impersonation. For those of you who do know who Ed Sullivan is, that was a horrible impersonation. Anyway, moving on. Today, January 3rd. Oh, that was all January 3rd, 1964. The Beatles were on the U.S. TV. Today, January 3rd, 1942. Ah, we don't care about that one. Oh, this is interesting. January 3rd, 1888. The drinking straw patent. Something that's still here today, and apparently because of the plastic, which plastic is bad. Obviously, in California, it's killing everything and everybody. So, yeah, the drinking straw. Um, for those of you fellow Catholics, January 3rd, 1521, German religious reformer Martin Luther is excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church by Pope Leo X for challenging the church's doctrines. He went into hiding because and began his translation of the Bible into German. Uh, for those of you, oh, the 90s, interesting gener time of life, January 3rd, 1990, Manuel Noriega, the former Panamanian leader surrenders to the U.S. forces to face drug trafficking charges. He was sentenced to 40 years in 2000. In 2011, he was extradited to Panama to serve his sentences for past crimes. Very interesting. Weird. So on the today, January 3rd, 1970. So only six years later, uh, the Beatles record I, Me, Mine, the last song before breaking up. Um, following In the following April, it was written by George Harrison and released in the 1970 album, Let It Be. The lyrics, I, me, mine, represented Harrison's complaint about the stifling egos of John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Lennon did not attend the recording session as he and Yoko Ono were on vacation. <sighs> Amelia Earhart, January 3rd, 1921, famed, famed aviator, begins taking flying lessons. She had taken her first flight a few weeks earlier to decide to learn to fly. I wonder how old she was. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> there it is, the cough. Sorry. Uh, moving on. All right. Uh, Today, uh, January 3rd, uh, 2006, I'm sorry, to Dan, bleh, January 3rd, 1956, Mel Gibson birthday. Love him or hate him, we've all done bad things. Uh, depends on your beliefs in forgiveness and forgive and forget, higher power, I don't know. I think he's a good actor. Um, if you've seen Fat Man, and I know that sounds like it's a weird crappy movie or sticky or like a B movie, but it, it's, it's, there's a moment in this movie where he, uh, tears up addressing his elves and obviously there's a christmas spin on it he plays santa claus and there's just a moment that's just 
wonderful. And there's another movie called Blood Father on Netflix. And uh, I'm not a father, but I definitely take on a role of a father figure or a big brother with women in my life or people in my life in general. And he plays this father figure just so amazingly. Um, so if you haven't seen it and you want to give him a chance, go at least watch Blood Father. Uh, moving on. <sighs> the Maytag repairman was born today, January 3rd, 1917. He's an American actor best known for his portrayal of the lonely Maytag repairman in commercials from 1967 to 1988. I would like to think he, I hope he got some good uh, residuals and, you know, made at least a career out of it. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, famed British author of The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, blah, 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 blah. Uh, born today in what 1892 i didn't realize he was that old died uh yeah uh died in 1973 that can't be right makes him like a, i'm bad at math moving on uh jack ruby he's an american nightclub owner he died while awaiting retrial for the murder of john f kennedy the assassin of john f kennedy lee harvey lee, Har lee harvey oswald he died day in 1967 <laughs> sorry some of these are just interesting Moving on, American life, death, death, death. Yeah, that's it. That was Today in History. All right, let's get into some meat and potatoes of the show. This is one of my favorite segments. Uh, let's talk some nerd stuff, man. Nerd! All right, so right off the bat, we're talking Matrix, Resurrections, and massive spoilers. All right, so <clears throat> again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Matrix Resurrections, the fourth installment in the Matrix quadrilogy, is that what they're called? Not, yeah, so Matrix 4, and which is great. This is great uh, audio uh, journalism here. Uh, here is the trailer to Matrix 4, Matrix Resurrections. We can't see it but we're all trapped inside these strange repeating loops. Billions of people just living out their lives. Oblivious. But this is the moment for you to show us what is real. we think it is they taught you good made you believe their world was all you deserved but some part of you knew that was a lie some part of you remembered what was real it's so easy to forget how much noise the matrix pumps into your head something else makes the same kind of noise war Choice in Neo's life. It's not his to make. She believed in me. 
turn to believe in her. Part of me feels like I have been waiting my whole life for you. If you want to see Trinity again, fight for her! So what do I think? I'm a sucker for nostalgia. I'm a massive, <clears throat> excuse me, sucker for uh, fan service. Um, I think, for example, the Marvel movies and the Marvel TV series are crushing it as far as fan service and cool nods. And I won't go into it. A uh, little spoiler regarding Spider-Man, the newest one. Spoilers! Uh great fan service was done in the newest spider-man as far as what people were killing and clamoring to see uh to see actually studios play nice and do something the fans love um and actually bring all three spider-men into the same movie from various different properties even though they're all marvel there's been all that little bitchy fighting playground big penis complex with like who owns who so they won't you know just let the fan give the fans what they want so as far as that i'm a sucker for that stuff excuse the sound all right forget it um massive fan service it's really cool to go back what it's been like 20 years or god only knows how long it's been since the last uh matrix 3 and so it's kind of a cool fan service it's kind of a cool nostalgia throwback it's kind of cool to revisit it and you know go oh i remember this i remember i was here when that happened so i'm a sucker for that stuff um and so like as far as that it was cool i'll watch every sequel on the planet <clears throat> I, I i'm a sucker for sequels just to see you know especially if it's a series i like and for anybody who watched the animatrix which was like a, an intermediary group of anim, uh, anime matrix um chapters that were that linked up the matrix world uh actually one of my favorite ones of the animatrix series was the prequel to the matrix the first one that actually showed how the machine started and how they took over and you know what led them to where they were so that was really cool as far as that um but this to me was so disjointed um under the guise and the the filter of oh my god it's the matrix keanu reeves doesn't make bad decisions everybody loves keanu and and who would you know why would why would they fail us and you know warner brothers always is doing good things i roll um if you can get rid of that the glamour or the shiny object syndrome of all of that it uh did they have a mortgage to pay like it <laughs> i liked it but at the same time it didn't make any sense it didn't continue the story it didn't end the story it just kind of forced the story um, and it has this weird meta thing going on where, you know, it's like, it's self-referential and, but it just, it, it doesn't continue a story. It, ex it goes back and references the old stories that we all love and doesn't really continue the new one. Um, 
yeah, like it, it, every one of the matrixes, whether you liked various ones more than the others, to me, they still had a very big impact within the trilogy. Um, whether it be fight scenes or CGI or new technology or story or continuing story or, you know, what are they going to do next? This kind of had none of that. Like, it was like, oh, cool. I got Neil Patrick Harris in the universe and Keanu Reeves is back and, oh, throwback reference. Oh, tons of footage from the old movies. That was it. I, it, it did, it, did justify how wait how's he back after dying but it was kind of i don't know like i watched it and i was like that was cool all right that just kind of happened um i won't you know the, even the martial arts obviously keanu's like you know 50 now he can't do all the same stuff he used to but even the fights looked like they were not I mean, the amount of time they did for the other three matrixes were, was legendary in the stunt and fight and behind the scenes making of community. And this one was just kind of like, you know, like it just, nothing seemed as epic and climactic as the other three within the movies. Um, there was no big battle. There was no big cool fight and no big long drawn out fights. The things that make the matrix, the matrix, this was, I mean, that in and of itself, maybe that's their point. Maybe that's the argument. I don't know, but it just, it just seemed too sticky to me. Um, Keanu Reeves was great. Um, Neil Patrick Harris was a cool little reference, but it seemed like they crammed in all the references for the other three movies into one movie. So maybe that's why it felt like very shallow because they couldn't get in depth with the new architect. They couldn't get in depth with the new this, the new that, the new Smith. And uh, you got to wonder, um, you know, it's it's like I said, it's spoilers, but you got to wonder... It's been quoted in, in articles and all that uh, where um, Lawrence Fishburne said, they didn't ask me, which may, let's say, assume it's true. Kind of weird. Uh, they had to force that. Like, it, it, there's something off. The, the, he, I personally think there's him and Hugo, Hugo Weaving, uh, who played Agent Smith. Again, these are all spoilers. They were like, hell no. This, it was beautifully wrapped up in this nice little tr trilogy. And why are we going to do this? Um, and I have inside info as to reading the script, and the script was just a mess. So I imagine those very loved, protective actors of their characters were like, oh, no, there's no need to come back and beat this thing, especially this poorly. And it, I'm still kind of weirded out that Keanu Reeves went on, went into it. Like, did he have a four-picture contract where he had to? Something just seemed off. So the fact uh, Hugo Weaving didn't come back and Lawrence Fisher didn't come back, however, they didn't come back, whether that was they weren't invited or they were asked to and they said no, <clears throat> speaks volumes somehow. Like, that's just weird to me. Um, yeah, just it just kind of was, yeah, yeah. I'll watch it again probably, but <laughs> something just seemed off. Like, it just, it just seemed like the whole thing was a nod to itself, which I know that's kind of the point of it, but to call it matrix four is weird. Like they should have called it, they should have spun off like the animatrix did. Like it was its own universe. Like I almost wanted, I almost wish they would have just done a, an offshoot chapter that was in the matrix universe, but it wasn't Neo or Trinity or Morpheus. I wish they just would have done another chapter and that would have been better. That would have been a cooler way to continue the story and, and not rely on the old actors. So I don't know. It's uh, it is what it is, but 
Yeah, so that's that's my review of the Matrix 4. And I would be amiss, it is the new year. And that's when uh, eye-rollingly cliche New Year's resolutions kick in. Most of them are around health and fitness and new year, new me. So this is kind of a little bit fitness, brutal truth chat. Okay, I'm gonna get a Bowflex. I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna get some dumbbells. You know you can't eat dumbbells, right? So I love that intro so much. It's it's fitness focused, but it is what it is. So it, this will have a little fitness slant to it, but I, I implore people for whatever I offer or whatever people are, however people are drawn to me about whatever I do. Um, by no means, like that's why I always kind of get an icky feeling when people ask me to coach them or, or give them advice or whatever, because I don't think I've got my shit together. But the only thing I do know, and I think the thing they're referencing or whatever draws people to me at some level is my, in this example, it's, it's exercise related, but my uh, ridiculous, relentless focus on on sticking to my guns with certain things in this case let's say exercise since junior high i woke up before school or my day and worked out obviously there's been exceptions here and there but overall that is not wavered at all and um i think some people are drawn to me about that that and then whatever that attitude is that translates to other aspects of my life i think whatever that is i have that to offer so that's kind of where this is play this is coming from and we all love psychologically as humans to pick that I'll start on Monday or I'll start on the first or, you know, there's, there's something where we love to attribute a reset button to rather than the middle of the week or next, you know, tomorrow or today. And obviously new year's is one of the big ones. And obviously one of the big ones with new year's resolutions is health and diet or exercise. Just fine. If, if that's what it takes, great. But the problem is, is there's so many studies out there showing that they fail. <laughs> like I even posted a meme the other day that said something like, uh, if it was important to you, you wouldn't wait until new year's. And that's kind of true. You know, if you're relying on the, the gimmick ness gimmickry of the first or the new year or the Monday or whatever it may be, if you're relying on that, um, that is already setting you up to be on pretty thin ice and a little bit of a f fragile, um, focus or fragile, uh, commitment. Um, so hopefully you can stick to it and adapt to it. But I guess what I would also say is screw that, you know, quit. Don't worry about those new year's things. Uh, if that's what you've done and we're too late into it, uh, you know, if I said this maybe a week before new year's, this would be applicable, but, uh, don't attribute it to that because then it's tied to a date. Attribute it to you just doing it. I don't care if it's a Tuesday or Thursday or Monday, the 1st, the 15th, the 3rd, the 2nd, May or January 1st. But whatever it is, that's where the commitment comes in. And, and it shouldn't take New Year's to do that. And as far as like if it goes for fitness or anything, obviously this is going to be a little bit pitchy. But that is part of the reason I'm finally accepting the ideas and offers and requests to do this coaching thing I'm, I'm developing or designing is to like, I'm, yeah, I was in the military, but I like the fact that I'm not, and I, I, I love them. And I all do respect to my more militant drill sergeant E military friends. Uh, but I'm not that, um, anybody who knows me knows I'm not like some 
see red blind drill sergeant yelling person, but I do have some sort of suck it up buttercup thing. And a lot of times I'll say stuff like that. And it's actually, I I mean it towards myself, very self-reflective. That's part of the reason I post this thing every day on Instagram and Facebook. This, my story, the daily dose, it's not a daily dose of, Hey, you people read this. It's actually, it it comes from the play on words of like a, a dose of your own medicine, you know, a taste of your own medicine. So it's a daily dose of my own medicine. So a lot of the times those are kind of reflected towards me or an experience I'm going through or a focus I need. And I just share it in the hopes of that somebody else needs to think that way or hear it. And it just happens to come from my, my headspace or something I needed to see, hear, or read. And so like, that's kind of where that coaching is going to be coming from. And I guess one of the things I would, one of the many things I'll ramble about as far as the new year, new me thing is (laughs) stop with that. It, it, it doesn't just, I, I hate, who's the guy, um, Shia LaBeouf and his like, just do it rant. He's not wrong. Like I get really irritated when, when like super rich people are like, you know, just it's super easy or this and that. It's like, whoa, bro, you have some things that are in your favor that make quote, make whatever this thing is a little bit easier. But as far as the mentality, I do agree. I don't care if you're a universe manifesting secret Oprah hippie thing, or if you're just this militant, whatever, but the same principle applies of just do it and whether it is health and fitness, you don't need a gym membership. Just go do push-ups. If you have nine ninety nine or thirty bucks a month, the amount of things I've posted and shown about apps that eliminate excuses. We live in a world now where there are so many things that exist that eliminate all the excuses. So just do it. If you're paying so much much for Netflix or drinking uh, thirty dollars a month in alcohol, boom, there's an app right there. I can give you three or four already that would be like, all right, here, get rid of this excuse. You know, I obviously pitch Jim Jones all the time, but they have a no equipment workout app that spoon feeds you. It says, do this. And that's it. You will go work out done. Just do it. Uh, there's nutrition apps. There's all these things that do it. And obviously it's easier said than done. Like, trust me, like the flip side of this is, is one is like, I'm a lover of patterns and, and ritual but I will also admit that it's really hard to get those started. So I'm, so just as much as it's hard to get them started, I will empathize with how hard it is for me to break patterns. It comes from the same place of, of a breaking of a pattern. If your lack of pattern is in a weird way, your pattern breaking that pattern to start a better, healthier pattern is, is difficult. And I won't deny that. Um, but if you just really have a come to Jesus about it, is it like, really, what is it? Is it, you know, is it, you can't blame other people. You can't blame lack of knowledge because nowadays there's so many apps and programs and websites and where you don't have to know everything. Other people do it right off their coattails and do it. Then, you know, it's not like, obviously if you're bench pressing, you want to know how to do it right and skill stuff. But again, you can go to YouTube, type in how to bench press. You know, there's no excuse anymore. And we we're, we're living in a society. Don't get me wrong. I'm guilty of it too where we would like to just have things easy, get what we want, the hard stuff and not go through hell to get it. But the problem is that's just like a downward spiral. The longer you do that, the harder it is to get out of that, that hole you've dug. And you know, there's no time like the present. And it's, it's, I posted this the other day too, of, of my friends are dying and it's not because of combat or suicide. That was kind of a, I don't want to say expected, but it was kind of an accepted, way to lose friends. Uh, excuse me. I need to drink this coffee. So 
now that they're dying of age in their 40s, um, obviously at 40, there's still some underlying health factors that need to be considered, but it's also at 40, whatever those underlying health factors are, your body is less tolerable, tolerant of them. Uh, I keep referencing my dad was one year younger than me when he had his first heart attack, bypass surgery, chest cracked open and all that. I've lived a healthier focused life than he did up to that point. Um, but I've also abused the shit out of my body as far as stressors inside and outside. And so, um, it's, there's, it's, it's, I know it's like old man on the mountain. I know people joke and give me like, Hey Jeff, you're not that old. Again, I know I'm not that old, but it's also at a tipping point where you got to have some come to Jesus about it and be really aware of, you know, you're not, we're not superhuman anymore. And, uh, at the age I'm tipping at right now, I'm more aware of consequences. And so don't wait until you're 43 and your friends are dying to go, huh? I should probably cut back or quit drinking or, huh? I should probably eat healthy. I can't eat this way anymore. I should probably quit smoking all of those things. Don't quit putting them off. Um, we're just meat sacks on this planet. And the longer you waste that meat sack, the shittier it's going to be on your deathbed. <laughs> that wasn't the so optimistic way to end it, but that's how it's going to end. And moving on. So one of the things I do, a segment is called man stuff. And in this weird world, I'm not going to go all woke and change it and be all gent. It's, it's a joke, man stuff. Okay. But I like to teach people from a perspective of things I've done, learned, made mistakes on, or uh, I've read and educated myself on, or my dad taught me or whatever. But either way, it all boils down to man stuff. little rambling here, but this is man stuff ranch edition. I've been working on a ranch doing some miscellaneous, just Wrangler or ranch hand handyman stuff. Few things for anybody curious or whatever, wanting to get in on the know. Um, I've done random talks on like trucks and all that in the past. And people are like, Oh, that actually makes sense. So I'm just going to kind of ramble here. Um, I'll try to make good show notes as we go on, but let's, let's talk a little bit of man stuff ranch edition. One thing I learned this week, uh, for those who don't know, um, or I didn't learn this. I already knew this, but I'm reiterating it to you, the audience. Four wheel drive does not necessarily mean it is an impenetrable God vehicle that can do anything. For those of you who know, a truck, particularly a pickup truck, has so little weight in the back end where typically most trucks are rear wheel drive that they're useless. Even in four wheel drive, the front tires or front axles engaged and it's pulling, that rear is just useless. Uh, so if you're in really deep mud and you just kick it in four wheel drive, don't expect a miracle. You need to know a handful of things. Um, if you don't have good tires, if you have highway only tires and typically even the cool mud tires, it doesn't automatically mean you can be stopped in mud and they're going to be amazing. Mud tires are actually mostly for forward inertia where it actually is going to channel the mud out of the way versus getting it all caked on. So if you're just stopped in the mud, like I was, I knew this all, but mind you, but if you're just sitting there stopped in the mud and have great mud tires, you're not all of a sudden going to get unstuck. Yeah, it's going to help with grip a little bit more, but it's not going to fix your life. So forward inertia is your friend in the mud. And also, uh, turning the tires back and forth depends on what's going on, but it's not your friend. If you're trying to turn real sharp, you're actually 
fighting and you want forward momentum you don't want to be trying to turn among against uh, anti-traction which is basically being buried in the mud something to consider um on also in that spirit uh, it was raining really hard here and there's a lot of puddles and all that don't go blasting through puddles and then hit your brakes odds are those discs are and calipers are very warm and if you go through those puddles and then hammer on your brakes you have a very good chance of warping them and also it's really bad on your intake everything your radiator and your air intake not happy with a lot of water getting gooshed into it a general rule of thumb in the off-roading community is go through the water just slow enough that it barely crests like it barely breaks like a wave like you want it to be more of a roll versus a break and crest and, and tip over is one way to go through that so a lot of lessons i learned on that and i knew them and just like a, <laughs> but i'll also say i'm a typical caveman and i still was like i'm gonna pull this off and i got a massive trailer stuck in the mud in a back pasture that's still sitting there now it's probably gonna cost uh if, once i can find the money i'm gonna have to get one of the biggest tow truck scenario things they have and it's gonna be about a 700 dollars an hour job uh it, the bastard stuck like really stuck <laughs> so i'm kind of screwed um so i really was just hoping on faith i could pull something off and i did not so that's a little bit of like off-road truck chat couple other things um it kind of goes back to even the fitness thing there's no excuse not to know stuff or at least try to learn stuff um if you don't know how to do something you can find it on the internet um but i'm a big sucker for um things that match for those of you who have a ranch or have access to a ranch i love uh ranch pens and ranch gate ranch gates and ranch fencing but i get massively ocd annoyed about uh, locking mechanisms that are different at every gate teach their own but i i am all about like continuity if that makes sense or, or for those military people dress right dress things that match so for those of you who have like a random chain around a pole here or a little clip here or a, or a prayer knot here go to home depot buy some eye bolts and uh those little clip things like you like i can't think what they're called but they're, they're essentially like what you would look at when you think about the end of a leash that clips to a dog's collar, that little clip thing, buy some open-ended chain links if you have a chain mechanism, so you can then hook that chain link into the clip, and then you make a nice, nice little clip to the eye bolt from the gate. Nice and pretty. That's that's a little bit of gate ranch chat there. What else did I do on the ranch that I want to educate y'all on? Hmm. Oh, this is an upcoming project. I remember my dad growing up, he had these little pegboard things in his garage. They're brown, they had holes in them, and you can configure any sort of hook shelf thing. Uh, those are a forgotten art, I think. I think too many people get distracted or, or, or waste money on the big, shiny, cool things. When, For those of you who don't remember those, like those were genius. You line your walls with them, and they are forever configurable. And nowadays, they make like composite boards. They can actually bear quite a bit of weight they actually make shelving that can click into it something to consider if you're reconfiguring a ranch shed or even a regular garage shed or garage space uh they're not incredible i mean the employer's paying for them but they're not incredibly expensive they're very uh mul um oh what's the word configurable and they can adapt to various scenarios and if you break one you just replace the panel so it's not like it's a wall or a shelving unit so Home Depot has them. There's amazing kits and they're a really easy install and uh, something that uh, that's one of my little ranch tasks I'm doing this upcoming week is just helping organize a garage with all these simple click-in things. And lastly, waterproof your boots. 
I'm not kidding though, but serious. Uh, if you've spent a lot of money on nice work boots or nice cowboy boots or any sort of nice boot and you're trumping through the mud, that stuff just killer on leather. It's not hard. I learned it in the military. I did it before the military and I'm still doing it now. Conf or, uh, even if you don't waterproof them, wash them, polish them, help keep that leather good and nice and strong. And if you are working, get boots that have at least a composite toe or a steel toe. Save your, save your, save your toesies. Um, I dropped a lot of stuff on my toes this week and I was very lucky that there were steel toes. So that's a little bit of man stuff rambling ranch edition. And normally this is where we would kick in a guest and we will do this on January 7th with Jill. Uh, but for now, no guest that wraps up the show 38 ish minute mark. We'll get into our groove. Uh, Scott and I will start scheduling this and doing a co-host thing and, uh, but yeah, for now, we're back to our weekly thing. Massively appreciate your time. Um, there actually will be a, um, a consistent uh, tap into the little coaching business I'll start running. And there will be, a, there'll be an aspect of that as far as maybe a daily quick little blurb that has its own special podcast. But other than that, um, I really appreciate your time on this um, and your guys' patience and everything. And I've been pausing the uh, Patreon subscriptions. Uh, hopefully you all have noticed or not, but I've been pausing it since you weren't getting your money's worth, basically. Um, and once I get probably a month's worth of these started, um, I'll reinitiate that. And then I'll, there'll also probably be some sort of maybe subscription plan for the coaching business side of it. But anyway, that's all a bunch of business rambly blambly. But as I always say, please feel free to email me, contact me on social media, whatever possible, because at the end of the day, this show is for you. The only reason I listen to it is to edit it and kind of like game tape for football, like listen to it to see what I, what I need to do different or better. So you are the boss. I'm the employee here to entertain you or inspire you or motivate you or whatever it is I can do for you. So that was the land of Oz for January, Monday, January 3rd, 2022. So please check it out where I'm on iTunes, on Spotify, everywhere. I'm not sponsored, so I don't have 15 minutes of Joe Rogan sponsorship to mention right here. So for now, please go forth, conquer, kick ass, be relentless. Adios. Thank you.